0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome today to Morning Glory. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks, coming to you from my secret writer's retreat. Hallelujah. Working fervently on book number seven and having a wonderful time in the Lord doing that. But I want to take a little time to share a message with you to help you remove any doubt out of your heart so that the blessings of God will fully manifest in your lives. Let's pray. As we jump into those scriptures today, Heavenly Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit would come and quicken your word, that the eyes of our understanding can take it, fully grasp it, realize it, and apply it this very day in our lives. In Jesus' name, and today we say amen. Praise God. I want to read a verse from Mark eleven twenty three. 23 these are the words of Jesus. It says, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Now, it's very, very important that you don't let doubt get in your heart. Your faith will work I mean, it's incredible what your faith can accomplish, your faith in God's word, your faith in the promises. Uh, So your faith is very strong, but you have to make sure that you don't let doubt come in. And Jesus referred to that here. Uh, This works for the person who does not doubt in his heart. So faith is of the heart. It's, It's not of the head. This is not an intellectual exercise. This is the faith of God working in us to believe God, to stand on the promises of his word. So you can't let doubt in. Doubt really can uh, uh, stop your faith from working, even if it's small little doubts. Uh, Often these little small doubts are unresolved, maybe sometimes even questions or issues, even regarding perhaps a faith project. And if you don't get those ironed out and dealt with and answered, those little doubts can bring the whole project down. You know, I was thinking about Alexander the Great, uh, the person that as a young man conquered pretty much, uh, you know, a couple thousand years ago, what was that part of the known world where he spread Greek culture and Greek philosophy all throughout Europe, all throughout the Middle East, even into India and the Pakistan, but he died right around the age of uh, early 30s. They say it was probably the age of 33. Uh, They're not really sure what killed him, but uh, it comes down to really two possibilities. One was typhoid fever, which you can get from drinking dirty water or coming in the contact with these little bitty parasitic bugs that can get into your system. Or number two could have been the uh, old mosquito. And so he very well could have died of malaria. And that's what it appeared, either one of the two, that the symptoms were that uh, as far as recorded history from what he was suffering on his deathbed. But the think that this great conqueror, that no nation could stop, that no army could stop, what stopped him was probably a mosquito. One little mosquito took him out. And all it takes is a little bit of doubt Not a lot, but just a a little bit of doubt and that doubt not being removed. So it's like unresolved uh, doubt just hanging around. You're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to get it out of your life or else it could be like a mosquito that causes a lot of problems in your life. Praise God. So it's like a weed. Just pull it out. uh, Identify it. Be willing to deal with it and don't skip over these little things that would try to pop up and, uh, you know, just hang around. Uh, it, it's like a hurdle that's not being removed and it's a barrier, praise God. Doubt is also like cholesterol. What cholesterol does to the heart uh, is, creates a lot of problems because uh, it, cholesterol that's too high and the creating of plaque on the arterial walls within your body You know, that's gonna cause a lot of problems eventually for your heart, can even cause a heart attack. You get everything clogged up and gooped up on the inside, it's gonna be trouble, my friends, down the road. You know, you can't see it. You think, oh, what's a little bit of cholesterol? It's no big deal. Where it is, is it creates great problems uh, for your heart. And I don't want you to have a spiritual heart attack. I don't want your faith just to go down on what it is that you're believing God for. And in order to have a strong heart and in order to have the vibrant faith, you need to make sure there's no doubt in there. Get absolutely every bit of it out. So here's what happens sometimes is that believers find themselves in prayer. Maybe you get real calm, real relaxed in your prayer time. You're having a good time with the Lord. And what begins to happen is the Holy Spirit begins to bring some things up, begins to bring some things up that you need to take care of. Well, if you don't take care of that, those unmet things or unaddressed issues will block your faith from working because what happens is sometimes we want the full manifestation without realizing that it's a process or stages that we have to go through. And if you don't complete certain stages or take care of certain things, then it will affect the overall picture and you'll never see the puzzle put together properly. Praise the Lord. You got to do certain things to get certain places. You know, sometimes people say, Pastor Stephen, I, I want to catch one of those upcoming tours to Israel that you and your wife uh, lead. I, I, I want to get on one of those tours. Okay. My first question is not, do you have the money? My first question is not, do you want to go? My first question is, do you have a passport? Oh, Pastor Stephen, that's not important. I, I, that's that's not an issue for me. I'm just praying God give me the money. Well, look, even if you get the money, even if, even if God should give it to you, and just uh, you know it comes tomorrow, you, you can't you can't leave the country legally without a passport, and you can't get back into the country even if you did leave without a passport. So you know what? You you can pray and believe God for something, but if you're skipping over something. And the Holy Spirit's trying to bring that up to you, trying to get you to address that. If you skip that and sweep it underneath the carpet, pretend like it's not there, it's going to create lingering doubts. What happens? What happens when there's doubt? Your faith won't work. Jesus tells you, you can't you, you can't move that mountain if you have these doubts. And doubt gets into the heart. It's deadly. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to Uh, understand that when you spend time with the Lord in prayer, answers come. When you wait on the Lord, answers come. Maybe not immediately, but I'll tell you one thing. The Holy Spirit will help you the dot, every I and the cross, every T, anything that needs to be done or get done. He'll bring it up to you when you spend time in fellowship with the Lord in prayer. I, I think it's absolutely amazing how God is so willing to help us uh, to accomplish these, uh, the, the vision and the desires that he has placed within our hearts. Praise the Lord. You know, it's like there's these times you are on the track of getting an answer from the Lord, and you sense that there are things that need to be addressed. Well, my friends, while you are waiting on the Lord Just allow yourself to get real calm and get real still. There have been times I know I'm real close to an answer. There are those moments where I know if I can just stay quiet a little while longer, then I'm gonna pick up on what it is that the Holy Spirit is trying to get over to me next. And in moments like that, you have to really just learn to be patient. Praise God, learn to be patient, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord, hallelujah, and the answers will just come up. The Holy Spirit will show you what to do, or if you don't need to do anything, he'll tell you everything's okay. But the Holy Spirit, he talks a lot. He talks a lot. And what a lot of times people think is their mind is wandering. No, that's not your mind wandering. That's the Holy Spirit leading you through certain things that he wants to talk with you about. He, uh, oh, Pastor Stephen, he, he doesn't want to talk about that. Yes, he does. And you need to, you need to go through these things. Uh, he'll take you through all kinds of areas of your soul. And he's, he's also helping you to get released from things, get free from things. See, Peter denied the Lord three times. And so after the Lord was resurrected and he comes back, the Lord asked Peter three times, do you love me? Really, the Lord is reversing that mess Peter got himself into. The Lord's taking that off of him. See, so you can be forgiven and, and the and the sin is washed away, but sometimes there's like there's like damage to your soul. Sometimes your your soul has been wounded, and the Holy Spirit, he'll backtrack you through certain things and talk you through certain things and help unravel you out of certain situations, and bring healing into every part of your life. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I've had the Holy Spirit many times just walk me back through certain movies I saw, certain things that, you know, when I went maybe to see a movie, I didn't know I was going to, you know, see that, and uh, which is why I hardly ever watch, you know, movies today. It's very, very rare when I do, but uh, he'll, he'll just walk with you things, to get all these things ironed out so that your heart is right with the Lord. So same way on a faith project. If there's something that needs to get done and you're not doing that, when you spend time with the Lord, I'm telling you, he'll bring that up to you. He'll bring that up to you, but you're gonna to have to go out and just take care of that. It might be something very, very simple, but you're going to have to do that in order to make it to the finish line on that faith project. Praise God. You know what? The longer that you'll spend with the Lord in prayer, uh, the the answers can become very much crystallized. I think sometimes when we start off, we uh, are looking for direction. We're looking for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We're wanting to know what to do. But the longer we stay there, and I know that you have a busy schedule, I know that you work a long day, and I know that you can't stay there forever, but the more time that you're willing to give the Lord, the the stronger the guidance will be of the Holy Spirit. You'll know that you know that you know. Woo! I've had the Holy Spirit talk to me about all kinds of situations. Uh, I'm, I'm talking not just about ministry. I'm talking about Uh, things involving my marriage, things involving my children, where the wisdom of God would come, the answers would come. And oh, such a blessing it would bring because God was speaking to me and talking to me about these various uh, wonderful situations of my life. And he'll do the same thing for you. He'll answer all kinds of questions. But just follow along with him. The, The path of God, the trail of God can curve. I, I know that the way is straight. You know, what we were talking about the, the path to heaven, there's a straight path. But the, the trail of God to the answers can have some some turns in it. And you think, well, Lord, I didn't know you wanted to talk about that. Uh, I, I, didn't see, I didn't see that on the journey. But the Holy Spirit says, we need to talk about this right here. Then he'll bounce over here and he'll, uh, he'll want you to kind of go over that. Praise the Lord. And as you do, you're actually getting closer and closer to answers, to answers that he's wanting to give you. So you want to get still. And the thing is also is that sometimes from our perspective, we're thinking, Lord, I just want answers. I I need your insight. I need to know about this. But from God's perspective, He's thinking, look, I know everything, I could give you the answer right now, but God's also working from the angle that he wants to develop relationship between you and him, and so sometimes that's why he'll wait before he says anything, because if you got the answer in 10 minutes, you would leave immediately happy that you got your answer, but God, he might not give you that answer until two hours later. Why? Because he wants you to become comfortable in his presence, and he wants there to be a relationship that's formed that goes beyond just receiving an answer. Hallelujah. It goes, it goes into a place of like, Lord, I like you. You like me. I, I'm happy just to hang out with you, even if I don't need anything. Woo, praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Sometimes you need answers for others. You're interceding. You're calling out to the Lord. You're crying out to the Lord. And so you just stay there, and you stay there, and the answer will come. Hallelujah. You know, um, last Sunday I I shared the, the story of old Brother Bevington, a wonderful old Pentecostal holiness preacher. He was a man that pastors would go to when they had unsolved puzzling Situations that where they needed an answer, but nobody could really get a hold of God in a way to get these rare answers that were involved in very perplexing problems. Uh, one time, four pastors came to Brother Beddington and said, "We've had a situation in the church, and we don't know who did it, and we don't know how to find out. How, you know how how this happened. So we're wanting you to go pray." And we're wanting you to figure out from the Lord uh, what happened. Glory to God. Very, very interesting. Actually, what took place is one of the young girls in the church had gotten pregnant. And they weren't sure how it had happened. And they didn't know who the father was. So Brother Bevington went out into the woods. And uh, he said, okay, I'll pray. And I'll, I'll ask God if he'll help me. He went out into the woods. And this was early 1900s. He went out into the woods and found an old tree that had fallen that had fallen down and had laid on the ground for so long it got hollowed out because it was rotten. And he crawled inside the hollowed-out tree and he laid there for eight days. Excuse me, nine days. During the time he only came out to get a drink of water twice. So no food, nothing to drink except two small drinks uh, for nine days. And after the ninth day, he picked up the trail of God where God began to uh, start to let revelation flow into him as to what took place. And you know what? You just have to stay with it until you pick up that trail. And Brother Beffington said he'd have to get so still that he was even, uh, sometimes didn't even wanna move. Why? Because he's so close to the answer and he doesn't want to lose that spiritual path that you can get on where God will start talking to you about all kinds of things. Well, on the ninth day, the Lord told him exactly what had happened, who the father was, how it had happened. This young girl had actually been um, falsely led down to a creek uh, by a young man. And the young man said, let's get a drink of water here. And he put some uh, powder uh, in the cup And then when he put the water in the cup and he gave it to her, she drank it and she passed out And uh, because he, he knew exactly what he was doing, and when she was passed out, he took advantage of her, and that's how she got pregnant, and nobody could understand how it had taken place. But God knew, and it was revealed to Brother Bevington. He revealed it to the pastors, and the situation was made right. Wow, very, very interesting. My friends, God can answer all kinds of things, give you the insight, the answers that you need. Uh, But when he's talking, you can't skip over things. And if there's things that you want to do and God's trying to get you to focus here and you're like, no, Lord, not that, Uh, uh, over here. God's like, no, we need to go here. So what I'm saying, follow the trail. When you follow the trail of God, you'll start dissolving doubts because oftentimes these doubts even rise up because there's certain things we're supposed to do and we're not doing them, then our faith doesn't work. Then we get frustrated. And then people say, well, I knew that was too good to be true. I knew that verse couldn't actually, Jesus actually didn't really mean what he said. No, he did, but you have to stay with it. And anything that pops up, any kind of doubt, just deal with it. Find out why that doubt is there and dissolve it, get it out, praise God. And just stay on the trail, stay on the path. God will manifest the miracle. God will do it for you but stay close to the Lord and expect God to take you all the way with him in the full manifestation. Hallelujah. The glory revealed in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for your people. I pray for your people that they stay close to you, that you give them ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart that pursues you relentlessly. Oh God, we bless you today. We praise you. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. God's giving you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Let's take Holy Communion today. It's about 3.30 in the morning, but I'm happy to be with you as I'm here writing book number seven, having a good time in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. All right, grab your unleavened bread, get your grape juice. Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. We bless it. This is now the flesh and the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we're on the trail pursuing you. Hallelujah. Getting rid of all spiritual cholesterol, swatting any spiritual mosquitoes, removing all doubt so that our hearts are fully activated with faith of your word. Thank you, Father God. We receive the body of Jesus now in his name. Amen. Let's partake together. praise the Lord. Don't sweep under the carpet any issues that the Holy Spirit is bringing up with you while you're having time with him in fellowship. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Deal with it. Talk with the Lord, the Lord about it and uh, get everything ironed out. Woo! No lumps or bumps on the topography of your soul. Everything smooth the way it should be. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you that because of our relationship with you through your son that we're cleansed from all sin and all unrighteousness, and we rejoice, Father, in what Jesus has done for us. He paid such an amazing price to do it, and we appreciate it and celebrate him. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus. Let's receive now. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Meditate on that today. That your faith cannot work with doubt in your heart. Get all the doubts out. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He's trying to help you pull the doubt out, just like pulling weeds. He's trying to help you get it all out. He'll talk to you about all kinds of things that would try to, uh, these little things that would try to be uh, areas of blockage because they create doubts. He'll help you get it all out. Just listen to him. He's talking to you. He's helping you. Glory to God. Be blessed today. I'll see you back again real soon. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.